I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And uh, this is the second hour here. We are live until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, we are streaming live over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page, so stick around for that if you'd like. Mary Ellen was on the line before we had to go to the break. She had a second question after her rendering question. What's going on, Mary Ellen? So while I while the news was on, I did look up, up Phototopia. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's a lot more involved than I want to do it, but at least I know where it is. <laughs> it is a little involved. The key of, of rendering is a little more involved than just producing the slideshow. So, yep. Okay, but my other issue happened yesterday. All right. Um, and that's all of a sudden all my photos disappeared, and my file explorer would not load. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I mean, I was checking, first of all, I, like I went to work on my photos and there was nothing there, just the little icon with the windows, you know, like the mountain. Okay. Um, and so I was looking in recycle bins. I was looking like, did something happen? Um, and then when I went to go to File Explorer, because that's how I usually get to my pictures file, that wouldn't load. Um, and I fixed it, quote, unquote, by restarting my computer. Mm -hmm. But even today, when I first started, restarted my computer, my uh, desktop said new desktop. And I just, I mean, I had to touch the screen and my old stuff came back up. But it, it all seems to relate back to the last Windows upgrade. Well, yeah, it could be that. Um, I mean, I have a Windows. I have a Windows. What is the File Explorer? Is the old interface mm -hmm. um, that I put on when I got Windows Ten? Yeah, and it seems like it's not supporting that anymore. I don't know. I, but I'm trying to avoid it happening again. <laughs> yeah, because you can get to your files now. But I don't. I don't. When you say the old File Explorer, you put on. Did you put on an application not using the normal? Built in no, power? I when when Windows 10 first came out, mm -hmm. I didn't like it, um, and I it was something that you could do, and I can't remember now. This classic is five years shell. ago. <laughs> yeah, um, use classic shell. Bob said. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did that. <laughs> 
So um, they could be they could easily be breaking that. So you're still running of the Windows seven shell over top of your Windows ten? Correct. Yeah, I, I would not put it past Microsoft to make that not work. Yeah, because I stopped being able to access my Zoom browser, my Canon Zoom browser also. That will yep. no longer open up. The further we go in distance, that classic shell may not be fully functional with the version of Windows 10 that you're using. So if there is still a classic shell out there, I'm not sure if there is, you may have to reapply it to your current version of Windows 10. Have you tried that, Bob, before? Well, to be honest with you, I wouldn't recommend classic shell anymore because, <laughs> because the newer version of uh, Windows, the... Um, the menu is, is close enough to Windows 7. To me, it's acceptable. Mm -hmm. So w when I uh, migrate a user's uh, uh, desktop over, I'm not using that anymore, but I rearrange their menu to make it look like uh, as close as possible what Windows 7 was. So, what he, yeah, again, what he's saying, again, that tool is old, older, yeah. and it, it's going to cause you trouble. There's no fix that we're going to be able to offer you other than if there is a new flavor of the classic shell that you can apply to the current flavor of Windows 10, you could try that or rip the Band-Aid off. And, so how do uh, I rip the Band-Aid off and still have my computer be okay? <laughs> well, your computer is fine. It's just the shell is starting to break. So how would she uninstall her classic so shell, So you want to go into Control Panels, Programs and Features, and I would just uninstall classic shell. I didn't even see it. That's yeah. I'm fooling. I'm fooling with it right now. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, if it's there, it should be there for you to uninstall. If it's not there and you did install it, that's another problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember. I mean, this computer is 2014, 2015. I. It's either one or the other. <laughs> yeah, that's not too old. I mean, it's getting yeah. up there. It's just up at the the the, the uh, usefulness of its life. Six years is nice. Yeah, I mean, it's a Dell, which I mm -hmm. like better than HP's. <laughs> You're welcome to your opinion, sure. <laughs> Come on, find it. It's not finding it. You may have to do some research on your own to see where it is, but yeah. that's the key there. If you've got it loaded. Otherwise, you have something wrong with your Windows 10. When you start the machine, is there a, is there are, are there four little squares in the little lower left hand corner? Is that what you're seeing, or yeah. are you seeing you're seeing the four little squares? I think so. You think so? When I actually see when I actually start my machine. No, when you're looking at the computer right now, right? The yep. lower left hand corner, the yeah. system yeah. tray is what it's yeah, called. The four Looks, little squares are there. Oh, all right. Then you're running Windows. You got you don't have the classic shell anymore. It's not there anymore because you're seeing the Windows 10 screen. But I still have the little file explorer um, folder on my on my bar too. Yeah, we all do. Oh, yeah, that's that's normal. Yeah, so you're talking about something you're, that you thought was abnormal. It is normal. So uh, you, if you're losing that, there's maybe a bigger problem with your operating system. You could have some sort of corruption going on. I would make sure you back up your system. Period. I did uh, that yesterday. I did a restore point. <laughs> okay, and you backed it up though. Yes. Your data is backed up? Okay. So you could have something damaged or something corrupting on your operating system that needs to be taken care of. Um, that's a whole other issue for you. Um, but just not, it doesn't sound like you have classic shell running. So you can do a uh, system file checker, right, Bob? Is there a command for her to run? Yeah, it's uh, SFC. That's uh, Sierra, Frank, Charlie, Yep. space, forward, slash, uh, scan, now. All one word. And then, of course, you can do a check disk to see if you've got any bad spots on your drive, but it sounds like you might have some sort of corruption. Okay, so when I put that um, 
do I go into like where it says to do the uh, the system cleanup and all that under settings? System cleanup is a little different. That'll remove any kind of you know junk files and stuff like that. We're looking at your actual files as being healthy or not. So, so where do I put that SFC slash scan now? Where would you enter that, Bob? Well, yeah, when you click on the little flag down at the bottom, just type in uh, CMD for command prompt. Charlie Michael David. You're going old school. Okay, okay. I got when, it. <laughs> when that comes up, choose run as administrator. Otherwise, okay. it won't run. And then run that command. Oh, I got it. Okay. I can, we'll put up a link how to do that. Okay, I got it, though. Yeah. All right, Mary Ellen? Thank you so much. You've been really helpful. These have been questions I've been waiting on this week. (laughs) Well, very good. Good luck, and uh, let us know how it goes. Yes, thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. We're going to step out for a quick break and see why our camera is frozen. We have a little power issue here in the uh, hermetically sealed studio, so the camera for some reason is frozen. We're going to try to release that so the stream continues on. I think the audio still works. Um, If someone could let me know on the stream, that'd be great. Um, We're going to step out for a quick break. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And I think I've got the stream back up. It's a different stream, so you're going to have to go back to the WTIC's Facebook page and re refind us on the stream there. But it's always fun to deal with something between it when you only have a few minutes <laughs> to hit three different systems to get your stream up. It's a little bit of a production here to get, to have a live stream running, a lot of a lot of inputs. Um, and I think we're back up and running. But let's get back to more no of your pressure. calls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the air, too. We're, again, we're doing all this from East Hartford rather than at the studio. Uh, Matt's doing a great job uh, keeping our calls running here, and everything's going along. So it is what it is. Let's go back to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Donna in Vernon next. What's going on, Donna? Hi. How are you? Doing fine. How are you? Good. Um, I have a question. We're finally going to cut the cord. Um, oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, and we're going to switch providers. Um, we don't have GoNet speed yet here. Been okay. trying, but um, so I want to get a modem and a router. Yep. Separate. Um, but one of my concerns is I want something that's going to be able to reach our porch for the router, and I was wondering about these mesh routers, or if there's just you know a regular router would be fine. It's probably about uh, going to be about forty to fifty feet from where the um, router would be and the modem. Right. So mesh is important only if you have multiple devices to mesh with it. So when you have a mesh router, you're going to have the router, and then you'll have these access points that allow for additional locations where you're going to place the access points, and then you'll be able to move between the access points and the router smoothly, and that's what a mesh network is all about. But for a typical home, you just need a real powerful router. and uh, there's a, a Linksys router out there that even I've used myself. Uh, it's around three hundred dollars. So you're going to spend you're gonna, all the money you're going to save by cutting the cord. You're going to put a little bit into the hardware, right? If you want a yeah. good result, um, and we have had this out there for for past links, and I can't think of the name of it right now, but I'll look it up and bring it up during the break. The model that I chose, but it's really designed to really reach. At a, at a good distance. So it's got a good 2.4 gigahertz reach and a good 5 gigahertz reach um, for your wireless devices. So spend the money there. 
do not spend the money on bandwidth. The cable right. company is going to try to sell you more bandwidth than you can ever use, like drinking yeah, from just, a fire hose. We're just going to get the like the fifty or a hundred, whatever the smallest. Exactly, amount. the smallest bandwidth is what you probably need for your home, um, and you'll do fine there. And then pick a modem that'll be compatible with your carrier, whether it be Comcast or Cox. And there's only two really available because now that you've got Frontier, that's Chapter Eleven. You're going to have really, very, <laughs> yeah, very few competitors. Is that what you have now? Um, yeah. yeah. But I was wondering also if we do eventually get the GoNet speed, will we be able to still use the, any of the equipment that I buy? Yes. Would I have to? Okay. Your, your router is still fine. They're going to give you a fiber type of a modem device, so you're, you're not going to use the modem anymore. Uh, but that modem is only going to cost you 50 or $60. Okay. Um, so it's not a big loss there. And you'll you'll be so far ahead by going with GoNetSpeed because GoNetSpeed's smallest speeds are 150 synchronous up and down for 50 whole bucks lifetime guarantee. Right. Trying to post it on our town Facebook page, but hopefully it'll come soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean we have no competitors out there, and that's the only one out there. What's up, Bob? Yeah, I'm just looking at the city that she's in, Vernon. So you yeah. know that's up close to Manchester. I don't know. If you just tell them you want it and tell enough of your yep. folks in town you want it, they'll come. I don't understand why that's not why everybody and their brother isn't screaming it loudly. Uh, they're they're just as perplexed as a company as to why folks are. Again, it's New England, right? So it takes us to right. do forever to do anything. People still have their old landlines, um, and I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's just the way we are here in New England. We we take a beating. <laughs> you know, it's like the guy at the. Uh, the fraternity house. Thank you, sir. May I have another? That's kind of how it is here in Connecticut. <laughs> uh, no matter what you can, you can apply it to almost everything. Thank you, sir. May I have another? And uh, so why we don't make these changes or ask for these folks to come into our towns is beyond me. Because if you only have a small percentage, they're happy to come out. I think it's like 10 or 15, maybe 20% of interest. Right. They'll come to your town. And then you'll get tremendous comp uh, competition that'll reduce even the other um, services from your current providers. So, oh, thank you. The uh, the the, uh, the router I was thinking of is the EA ninety five hundred Max. That's the one I use. It actually, your hair with little hair I have left will blow back if you get too close to it. It's that it's that it's that powerful. I mean, is there something that might be a little bit less expensive? Of course, that still work. The answer is of course yes. It's just a matter of it's hard to quantify it, right? The, the device is designed to really reach, and uh, I couldn't compare it to the next device because, again, it all comes down to the materials in your home, where you locate it. If you stick it in your basement, well, you've got your cement walls there, and then it's got to come up through your floor. Uh, but if you put it in your up in your living room where we have it, um, it's going to really reach pretty well within the home and outside. It reaches outside in the backyard, reaches to the front yard. Um, so it's really designed for, for giving you good... Wi-Fi without having to pay for extenders and other mesh right. devices, uh, but you can add those. So, like, if we put the modem in the basement, can we put the router upstairs, or do they yeah. have to be? Oh, well, okay. That's exactly what I do. So you run a, you have your modem right next to wherever your cable service comes in, and then you run a Cat5 line up to where you're going to locate your router up in your home. And uh, it's not the most, I mean, for a geek, it's a very cool thing to see every morning, but for maybe some other people, it won't go with the decor. Uh, but it's is there to give you some tremendous performance. And is there a, 
any, it doesn't matter as far as the modem as long as it's compatible with the provider, right? Right. It has to be a, a duck, Dosis 3 level modem that'll, that'll give you the bandwidth you're paying for. You don't want to ever you know, get less than you're paying for. But again, don't buy more than you need. Right. 100 megabits is plenty for most homes with okay. kids streaming and video and 4K and all. All during this pandemic, I've got kids home that don't want to be home. They don't want to be home at all. They want to be at college. Uh, but they're all home banging on the Internet while my wife and I are working on the Internet from home. While we've got the news going on to see if there's any changes going on in the world, no problems at all running at uh, 80 megabits. So we would have to have a, a wire connection from the modem to the router. You would, yes. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, good luck, and congratulations cutting the cord there. You're going to save some money. Yay, thank you. Yep, you too. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Stick around, guys. Two lines open for you. I'm not, we got to check the stream, uh, see how that's running, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. So, so everything we've been talking about today has been posted live. Uh, over definitely to our Facebook page, we're still having some trouble with Computer Talk with Tab.com's posts because we went to a whole new host and we're having some issues with their ability to host the links the way we want them to. So we're working on that, uh, but they will be on our Facebook page. Mike G is posting them feverishly for you today. Stick around. Uh, also today at 11 o'clock, Dr. Leslie will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock. Thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. And thank you to the streamers over there on Facebook's on uh, WTIC's Facebook page. So, yes, I had to create a new stream. <laughs> so we had an issue here in the studio, a little power blip. And, uh, of course, you can't just repower up the stream. you got to go back to Facebook, get a new key, and uh, put the new stream in. And it looks like it didn't solve the issue. <laughs> it looks like we're still frozen. Uh, you know, technology stinks. Some days even the geeks get you know burned by it. We only have a short period of time. It looks like I have to do some rebooting on my uh, on my streaming software for the for the uh, stream to unfreeze. But that's okay. I think you can still hear us. Uh, so if you follow us over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page, you may be able to still hear us over there. But let's get to your calls. I digress. Our troubles are not yours. Let's go to. Uh, I think it's Eileen in Simsbury. What's going on, Eileen? I think it's Leanne. Oh, Leanne. There will do it. Leanne. Sorry, I got to take my glasses off to see that and put them on to do what I'm doing. It's crazy. Leanne, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks very much. That's okay. Sure. So I am finally dumping my SnetNet email. Oh, wow. Yeah. And a big move. And mm-hmm. um, I have about 1,000 emails that I just want to keep. Uh-huh. And I thought I could get an external hard drive and download them to that. You can export um, them. I could export them to the external yep. hard drive. Well, you can export them to whatever target you send them to, sure. Because um, it looked, as I researched, it looked like I had to download a Yahoo mail backup tool to do that. That could be true. That could be true. Yep. Okay. Um, so with that, I would need that backup tool to download them to an external hard drive or, or to do anything with them. That's what they're saying. They're saying you might need the tool to do the export. Um, I'm looking here to see if there's any information on that, Bobby, there. Yeah. Um, are you just getting it from the web, or are you, are you using, like, um, Outlook or Windows 10 has that little mail icon? 
Um, I, I just got Windows 10. I just upgraded my computer, so I could do that, but otherwise it was Outlook. Oh, you have it in Outlook already then. You might have already have it downloaded in local. So if, if yeah, you're keeping a copy, uh, a local copy, you can export that for sure. As a PST file, you don't need a special tool because you, if you're using a, an actual mail client like you're describing, yeah, the, the mail is coming to your box. It is coming to your computer locally. Right. So there's no need to do anything. Uh, you can actually create a new account using Outlook, and the old SNET account can still exist right there on your Outlook profile if you want. How do I know for sure if it's actually downloaded to my Outlook rather than... For sure? If you want to know for sure, go ahead and knock it on the Internet and see if you can look at your mail. Oh, okay. So if you can bring up your bring up Outlook, don't get on the Internet, and see if you can peruse your inbox. You're not perusing it from the Internet if you can see your mail. Disable your network connection. If it's wireless, disable it. If it's plugged in, just unplug it. Yep. Oh, Okay. So, it, all right, so in the case that that's occurring, I can just, I already have it, you're saying. Exactly. Now you're going to create a new account, okay. right, with your new provider, and you're going to have a new inbox. You can, you can archive your old one if you wish, or you can leave it there, leave it as is. The what, mail can stay there as is. Go ahead, Bob. What version of Outlook are you using? Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. It makes it harder for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Each well, I had Windows um, um, 8, I think. Yeah. And well, that doesn't mean anything. The Outlook software itself is the key. You could be running Outlook 2007, Outlook 2010, Outlook 2013, Outlook 2016, Outlook 2019. Okay. All right. Well, I just got Windows 10, so I'm assuming it's the 10 then. Ah, no. So Outlook is a separate mail client uh, that you would purchase yourself. So if it came with the Windows 10, then you might be just using Microsoft Mail, which is that okay. little blue folder. Yeah. Little okay. blue envelope. Okay. So within it too, you can still do our test because it kind of works similarly. It's a, it's a mail client. So you're going to disconnect the your inner, you know your machine from your network just to be sure, and okay. go ahead and bring up your mail client and see if you can see any of your email still in your inbox, which I suspect you will. Okay. And then you're going to set up a new mailbox using the Microsoft Mail uh, client there, and uh, continue on. You can, don't have to change anything. So that new mailbox would still be just a new. My, my next email client, whether it be Proton Mail or something else. Correct. It'll be the account information for Proton Mail. We'll, you'll put that in the in that little blue uh, email uh, message system there. The uh, the actual application. You're going to set the account up. Your old your old mail should still stay there. You're just not going to use it anymore. Okay. So you don't feel that I should download the old mail to like an external hard drive just to make sure I always have it. Well, you can do it if you really, really want to do that. A backup is important, right? So you should be doing that anyways for anything you want to protect. Go ahead, Bob. So we can put up a link how to export. Uh, well, this is contacts from mail to Outlook, but I'll get one that'll export your mail okay. as well. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. So I have two options then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but just adding another account shouldn't be a big deal, and if, as long as it's already local, you don't have to worry about it. Other than if you want to worry about your machine failing, you should back it up. Okay. So it just sits in the new account. I, I can shut down the SnetNet account, period. I won't get any more emails from them. Right. Okay. You can shut that down or you can just, uh, well, you don't want to remove the account necessarily because that could cause an issue. Go ahead, Bob. I would just set it up to forward all the email to your current provider. Mm, there you go. That way anybody sends anything to you, you're going to get that forwarded automatically. Okay. All right. Terrific. 
Thank right. you. And if you could put up that link, I would appreciate it. You're welcome. We will. And you're going you're gonna to use Proton, you think? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have a, a non-paid one and a paid one, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure they do still, yes. All right. Okay, terrific. I appreciate all your help. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. We're going to go on to Rick in Glastonbury. What's going on, Rick? Thanks for taking my call. Really sure. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I have an ongoing computer problem, and I try to correct it, but I think what I did is I, I could have made it worse. So right. anyway, I couldn't connect to the Internet, and I tried um, different things which didn't work. So then I went in and I uninstalled some of the programs, and then I installed some other ones, and I still couldn't get it to work. So what I'm thinking of doing now is I have the Dell Inspiron, and I do have the recovery disk, disk one and two. And mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do is clean the hard drive completely and reload all the original programs. And I also have the Microsoft Office 365 mm-hmm. and McAfee. And I had Windows 7, but I should go to Windows 10. So the question I have is, how do I clean the hard drive, uh, reload the recovery disk, and reload the programs I had before? Wow. You got a lot going on there. I know. I know. I I, I try to correct it. And um, I even got a new um, modem and router, which Mm -hmm. I probably needed anyway from Cox Communication. Yeah. And I thought that would work, but it didn't. So What's I, your problem? What problem are you having? Well, I, I couldn't connect to the Internet. So I tried different things. But in the interim, I'm using my, my iPhone and my iPad, so that's working well. Mm-hmm. But I still want to get my computer connection. And I don't know if I have the capability of doing it myself or if I should go to a computer store and have them do it. Well, I mean, are you sure you don't have a physical problem, like a network card problem or a wireless interface problem? It, it could be, but I don't so, know how to check that. I did as much as I could on my own. When I had the technician here from Cox Communication, they used the yellow Internet cable, and they connected from the laptop directly to the router, and it still didn't connect. Hmm. All right, so you tried it both wirelessly and wired, and it's still not working. Yes, that that's correct. Well, necessarily wiping and reloading and doing all this work may not solve either. Okay. One thing you can try fairly cheaply is going out and getting a external USB wireless adapter. It would be a, a USB a $35 adapter you can get from Staples, I would think, if they still are open. Um, and you can plug it into your USB port. And it'll connect wirelessly to your router. If that works, then you know your local networking is broken. But who cares because you'll connect now with this device. Okay. What was that called again? It's a USB wireless adapter. Okay. It's going to be like a thumb drive. It's going to look like a little thumb drive. You're going to stick it into your USB port of uh, of your computer. Okay. And configure it to connect to your wireless interface. Okay. Now, what, what would that tell me? It would tell me if there is a connection from the computer to the router? It'll tell you if, you're, if it's going to work, you're going to get back on the Internet, and everything will be fine. It'll, it'll tell you that your network interface on your computer was broken. Okay. So I want to do that before I do the other things with the recovery disk and, and reloading yeah. the other software I had before? Oh, yeah, unless okay. you've got nothing but time, although in this day and age you have a lot of time. Um, if it was a, any other normal Saturday... <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you would you would not even consider what you had mentioned earlier. You would just plug in this thirty-five dollar device and see if it works. Okay, okay, all right. Well, I want to thank you uh, again. You're very helpful, and I uh, appreciate all the information. Our pleasure. Let us know how it goes, Rick. Okay, thank you again. Yeah. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. So we're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls, right, Matt? And uh, feel free to stick around. We've got a couple lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to get right to your calls because we're coming up against the clock here on this lovely Saturday morning. Thank you so much for joining us. And our stream is is kind of hampered over there over at WTIC's Facebook page. I got a feeling we have to reboot the actual streaming software that got interrupted with the camera. But hopefully you guys can still hear us on the stream. Um, It's just, you know, technical difficulties that occur with computers these days. But uh, let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Margaret. Next in Canton. What's going on, Margaret? You there, Margaret? Hello. Yes, Hello. Dean. Hello. Good morning, and thank you. Um, you asked earlier in the program how we're doing with work. Everything was going beautifully. Good. Until Wednesday morning, when I could no longer connect to the internet. Oh boy. Um, Verizon has been moved from their customer care to their tech support and now to their IT department mm-hmm. and the IT department is supposed to contact me um, they've, you know, during the hours I've talked with Verizon, they've tried a number of things, rebooting sliding the SIM card out sliding it back in, they're going to send me a new SIM card, oh, I should mention I have a wireless modem, that's how I connect Right, cellular? Uh, sorry? Is it cellular? Uh, you start, when you start talking SIM cards, it sounds like it's a cellular connection from okay, the cell company guess, like guess, Verizon. I guess so. <laughs> I've yep. been using it for about, well, something similar for about 14 years, so it's um, hmm. it's always worked well. Yeah. Um, Who was your provider? Uh, Verizon. Verizon, okay. So you're using some sort of uh, cellular internet. Okay, so yeah. they, they need to get you a new device, yeah. Is that what it is? What? The battery is okay. We tested that. We reset. So yeah. you're thinking the modem itself has died? Well, I mean, you're connected to it via a wireless hotspot, right? Yeah. So you go to your laptop, and you, you see the Verizon wireless hotspot that you have running, and you your laptop connects to it, correct? Well, actually, I use a desktop. Your desktop uh, connects to it, though, right? Correct. Yes, exactly. The modem and the computer are connected, but starting Wednesday morning when I would click on Firefox, I would get messages, we're having trouble finding that site, server not found, right. try again later, and so on. Yep, so your Internet is down. Um, the only problem is we can't have you test anything else because you don't have any other wireless in your home. Are there any other wireless networks nearby you can see? Like do you have any neighbors that have wireless networks that you can see? Yes, um, when I'm connecting, the, the neighbor's names show up. Because okay, good. Yeah. So that means your wireless adapter probably is okay, and obviously Verizon's going to do something about it. They're going to send a tech out, or are, gonna, are they going to swap out the device? Are you Do you have to go to a store and bring the, the wireless but, device to mm-hmm. them? At this point, somebody from the IT department is supposed to text me, contact me via text mm. uh, within 72 hours, so hopefully that'll be today, wow. and we can move forward, because 
It's a long, um, I teach part-time at one of our universities, so it's a long time to be out of touch with my colleagues and students. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's your cellular service that's the, the issue. That device could be a problem. And uh, the only way to prove it is to see if a neighbor will let you get on their network in a temporary yeah. fashion, if they give you their, their pass key, um, so that you can say, hey, I'd love to get on your network just to test, let, you know, if you have any neighbors that you're friends with. And if you can yeah. get online, then you know that it's your your machine is fine and it is the wireless service from Verizon. Uh, all righty. All righty. Do you have all a friend right. you can try? Um, I'm not so sure, actually, especially given COVID-19, but I can try. Ah, yes, yeah. We're all not friends anymore. Uh, it's a little <laughs> different right now. That's true. Is there anything else I should do? Just wait for Verizon and then, uh, if possible, try somebody to piggyback on somebody else's system. Well, they'll either have to give you a new device or you have to piggyback on somebody else's system so you can get back online. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe you'll find more friends than you think. Yeah, it could be. Thank you. You're welcome, Margaret. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go on to uh, John in Windsor next. What's going on, John? Hi. Uh, I have uh, an Echo uh, Alexa. Oh, okay. And you, had a sh- and you had a show a while back that... Uh, you don't have to buy the expensive uh, light light bulbs. You you had a segment on that, right? You can you get switching. That. You can do switching rather than using light the light bulbs. So you can do all your all your automation from the switches, which I would contend is probably the smarter way to do it rather than training light bulbs that are quite pricey. Because if your switch is yeah. off and you have a smart light bulb, your Alexa can't turn on the light, can it? Right. But if you can turn the switch on and tell Alexa, hey, turn on my switch, then you can have a stupid light bulb turn off and on all day long. Does that make sense? Okay, now switching, what do you what do you just tell Alexa to switch or Yeah, well you need a smart that? switch. So there's some smart switches out there by GE and others. Uh, now these switches are not cheap, but again, I, I would contend that's where all this all the magic is. Uh, you can get them at Home Depot and Lowe's. They're called smart switches. We can put a link up there for you, but we're coming up against the hard break in the end of the show, John. If you want to try next week, we can talk further. Okay. If you put a link, I think that'll be okay. And if right. I can't get it, I'll call in again. <laughs> sounds good, sir. We'll talk to you then. Uh, okay. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, I wasn't sure about what the time was exactly here. I want to thank all you guys joining us on this Saturday morning. Sorry about our stream being a little screwed up this morning. It is what it is. I want to thank Matt back in the studio in Farmington and thank Mike G for posting everything live. And uh, do your best, guys, out there. Hopefully you can do something today other than just mow the lawn, and hopefully things get back to normal soon. You'll see us next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.